Hi everyone, and welcome to the very first podcast in the Janison Finance Series. I'm Stuart Halls, the Chief Financial Officer for the Janison Group of Companies, and in these podcasts I'm going to be talking to you about a range of topics, uh, all things finance related of course, um, and since this is the first of hopefully many podcasts, I'll be spending today uh, really just giving you an overview into who we are as a finance team, the people. Uh, what we do, uh, and touch on a few of the items we're focusing on this year as a team for FY21. So who or what is finance? Well, I know a lot of you, particularly those based in Coffs Harbour, will have had already interactions with the finance team, but there's uh, obviously a number of new people in Jenison, particularly those from EA who have joined us recently, uh, who wouldn't have yet interacted with the team and uh, wouldn't perhaps be fully aware of what goes on inside finance. In total, there's five of us in finance, including myself, uh, and we're currently recruiting a sixth member to join the team soon. Um, the team is entirely based up in Coffs at the moment, with the exception of myself, as I'm based down here in Sydney in the Ultimo headquarters. Um, heading up the finance team is in Coffs is, is Heidi, Heidi Painter. Heidi is the group finance manager, and she oversees all of the day-to-day -day operations of finance. Uh, this includes leading a team of three, that's Sally, Amanda and Molly. Um, Heidi's role spans a number of areas, including the monthly, monthly close process, the accounting process that surrounds it, uh, and all of the reporting that goes into the month-end uh, packs that go to management and to the board. She also manages and works very closely with our tax advisors, Ernst & Young, as well as our audit partners, Stantons, on all of the various statutory requirements relating to tax and audit each year, uh, including the whole annual reporting process, which has kept Heidi extremely busy lately. And uh, at this point, I'd like to uh, say a huge thank you to Heidi, uh, who's worked tirelessly, putting in some extremely long hours, uh, even by my standards, uh, to pull together all the information required from a whole range of sources to produce the Janison annual report. For those of you who aren't familiar, the annual report is a statutory requirement for all listed companies. Uh, and when I say listed, I mean uh, companies whose shares are able to be bought and sold on a public market, like the ASX. Um, the annual report is just uh, one of many reports and filings that uh, are required for publicly listed companies like Janison. Often you hear the phrase, you know, it costs about a million dollars to become or to be a listed company on a stock exchange. And it's not entirely true. There isn't a a million dollar fee per se to pay each year. Uh, there are some, you know, direct costs, uh, you know, such as the annual listing fee and um, uh, the cost of paying for auditors and tax agents and so on. But really, when you combine uh, all of the extra costs that go with it and the support and the time spent, uh, it probably does come to <laughs> close to a million dollars, and that includes all of the time and effort that goes into preparing the annual report. Um, that includes Heidi and the team, myself. And then on top of that, you have all the hours that David and I spend uh, presenting to investors. And on a typical week, we probably spend about one to two hours in meetings, meeting new investors or existing investors. Um, then during reporting season, which happens twice a year, it's not uncommon that we would spend an entire week or more in a room or on the road uh, on investor roadshows, whether it's Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, or even overseas, all to help explain the Janison story you know, the opportunity that we see ahead of us and help to increase demand for Janison shares and push the price up. 
So it is a costly process to be listed, uh, but it also helps build our business brand. Um, and it gives us an element of stability in the customer's eyes as a listed company, which is very important when we're talking to uh, the government or education departments who are very concerned about risk and longevity. Uh, being listed also helps us to raise cash more easily, uh, something that was very important in March as we went headfirst into COVID and we saw a pretty substantial negative impact uh, as a result. Um, being listed also helps to increase our share price, as I mentioned, which you know can be used, shares can be used as currency for buying other companies. Um, you may have heard the term script deals. Um, script is really just when you use your own shares, or you issue new shares in your, in your company to purchase the shares of another company. Um, and to do this, you simply just work out a value of that company and then you issue the equivalent value of shares in your company. Uh, but that's a whole separate topic and we can uh, talk about that for hours, but um, I'll touch on that another day. Uh, so back to the annual report. Uh, it's a 90-page report. It's about 32,000 words. Uh, it contains a vast amount of information on Janison's financials, its directors, all the various accounting policies. And uh, if you're ever having trouble getting to sleep at night, I highly recommend you keep a copy by your bed. But in all seriousness, this is something we have to produce twice a year. And in the two years that Heidi and I have been here, you know, we've managed to cut that processing down from 10 weeks to now seven weeks, uh, which is a spectacular feat, especially given all the things that have happened this year, you know, such as acquiring and integrating the financials of the EA business, um, a very comprehensive annual operating plan process this year, uh, and also just with significant improvements made to the content and the design of the annual report. So for me, David, and on behalf of the board and all of our shareholders, I think I'd like to say a big thank you for a tremendous effort to Heidi. You've outdone yourself again, and you thoroughly deserve a break. Of some of the other accomplishments that uh, Heidi can claim to is uh, uh, engineering of the end-of-month end process um, so that we're able to close the books, reconcile, and process all of our reporting by the end of day two. Uh, and this used to take up to 10 days to close month end in the past. Um, and this wasn't achieved just by working longer hours. It was done by proper process mapping, identifying bottlenecks, bringing forward tasks, and accepting estimates at month end rather than exact figures midway through the year. It was also done by relying on technology and working closely with managers and yourselves to ensure uh, data such as harvest timesheet hours is accurate and timely. And so thank you for everyone who's helped in that process. Um, just to give you some perspective on end of month close, you know, the average global time to close a company's books is about six days. And I think uh, the top quartile is, is done within about four and a half days. Um, and so for us to do within two days is absolutely world class and less than 5% of all companies globally can achieve that. Uh, within Heidi's team is Sally, Amanda and Molly. Um, Sally Evans runs the payroll ops for the entire group. Uh, this includes managing the pay periods for all employees under Janison, EA, the board, GEM, all of GEM's many hundreds of casual invigilators. Um, she also processes the payroll tax for each state, superannuation, workers' compensation, and all of the grants and government incentive programs, including the recent JobKeeper program. Uh, she also managed the ACO Cash Boost program recently, and she looks after initiatives such as the Export Market Grant, and one that you're probably a bit more familiar with is the R&D Incentive Tax Credit, which is coming up again this year, very soon. 
Uh, and this this grant alone, this R&D tax credit, can generate up to a million dollars of cash incentive or tax savings every year. So it's definitely worth us investing our time in, in, in completing that application. Sally's been with us since September 2018, uh, almost two years now, and, and like the others, she's based in Coffs. Uh, if you have any questions regarding payroll or other related matters, then she's the person to go to, and you can reach her on the payroll at Janison inbox. Uh, in, in FY21, one of Sally's goals is going to be focusing on reducing our company annual leave balances. Um, over the past few years, there has been have been very uh, a, a high number of people who have worked extremely hard in Janison, and uh, they've been critical to various parts of our organisation. So critical, in fact, that they've been unable to take annual leave in in full each year, which is a real shame. Uh, on the one hand, it makes me feel very proud to know I work for a company where people share the same passion to be available when our clients need us to and really live the value of delivering on our promises. Um, but on the other hand, it troubles me to know that people don't get enough time to spend at home with their families, their partners, children, friends, or simply just be able to take a break from work long enough to properly wind down and reflect on, on life. Part of what's got me to where I am today in my career is having the ability to step away from work from time to time and really uh, sometimes take several months at a time to and use that time to reflect on what I do, the contribution I make, where I see myself in the future and, and start to really formulate an outline of how I get there. Um, and the benefits of doing this, you know, having these kind of breaks, even if it's a week, two weeks, uh, you know, it's been written about endlessly and you can research this online, um, but the benefits really do last you for years to come. So I, I strongly urge all of you to sit with your managers over the next coming days uh, and plan out the dates for your leave over the next 12 to 18 months uh, with what, what works best with your team and your teammates and book them into Employment Hero. Even if it's just a penciled in date for now, you can always firm it up close to the time. Um, but if you don't, be guaranteed that uh, you'll have Sally on your case and, and nobody wants that. Uh, next in the team is uh, Amanda. Amanda Macbeth has been with us the longest. She's uh, since March 2016, so over four years now. Um, as such, she's the font of all knowledge and a great resource for me personally, uh, especially when it comes to anything customer or supplier related, uh, and always a great resource if you ever need to check on anything. Amanda's role is officially accounts clerk, but this has evolved during the four years she's been with us and has covered accounts payable, supplier management, banking, cash management, credit card expense management, telephone accounts, as well as managing all the various insurance policies for the group and renewing them each year. Amanda also runs uh, accounts receivable or the billing side of our business, uh, ensuring we invoice in accordance with contracts as well as uh, ensuring we get paid on time and that data collection function which is so important in our business. And Amanda's really done a stellar job here this year um, through pe uh, persistence and a methodical, methodical approach to chasing down debt she's managed to collect about half a million dollars of age debt which at one point we all assumed we would have to write off. Um, but instead, she's managed to collect all of that debt, uh, and that's resulted in a tangible cash flowing into the business um, to the tune of half a million dollars. So, amazing job, Amanda. Well done. Last but by no means least in the team, we have Molly. Uh, Molly's our, our rising star. She joined us uh, in November last year as assistant accountant, so not quite a year ago. But in that time, she's really demonstrated a fantastic understanding of how accounts function operates and picked up tasks extremely quickly and she's produced some great work and we're very happy. 
One of Molly's highlights this year was to design and implement a new purchase order process to help us get better visibility of large costs before they land on our desk as an invoice. Uh, this also helps provide us with greater accuracy in our cash flow, which is critical uh, at all times, but especially now with COVID looming over us. So well done, Molly. Great job. For those of you who aren't aware, Molly has actually decided to leave Coffs and she's going to be moving to Sydney in January next year. So she'll be based out of the Ultimo head office. And we're very much looking forward to having her working alongside us and the ELT playing a crucial role in supporting uh, or finance support capacity. As part of establishing our new ELT with Matt joining us recently, Nat before and Amy uh, joining us all to round out the full ELT or executive leadership team, uh, we've had to realign our reporting structure now so that it matches that matrix structure that we operate within. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the matrix reporting structure, it's where you have the sort of traditional business units controlling a sort of full P&L, such as the EA or schools business P&L, as well as the GEM exam services P&L. Um, and both have full control uh, of the P&L from revenue all the way down through to cost of sales, overheads, profit and margin. But then you also have the, these functional responsibilities like uh, technology, product, sales and marketing, who provide functional expertise within a specific area of the business which cut across all of those business unit P&Ls, such as the school's P&L and the GEM P&L. Um, so to support this change of reporting, uh, Finance is going to be rebuilding its reporting structure within Zero and Adaptive Insights so that it corresponds with that structure. Uh, and Molly's going to be playing a crucial role in helping to support this new structure from a reporting and forecasting point of view. As I mentioned at the start, we're also recruiting for a commercial analyst to join the finance team. Uh, we don't have a candidate yet for this role, but our plan is to have someone in the position by September. Uh, this person will likely have a background in investment banking or private equity or on the deal advisory side of a big firm, a big four accounting firm. Uh, and they'll be able to quickly and easily model any sort of investment decision we're looking to make and provide the business with analytical support to guide and inform our decision making. They'll also help with our investor relations. Uh, they'll help with commercial due diligence on new acquisitions, so helping to assess new businesses uh, and also be helping to assist Heidi in improving our forecast process. As a theme for the coming year, you'll start to notice finance will be introducing more formalized processes to really document and standardize what we do as a business. Uh, and this is just a natural part of growing up, so to speak that all companies go through as they begin to grow beyond that number of people where you know it's just no longer efficient to communicate and involve everyone in the decision making process. Done poorly, these the introduction of these types of processes can overly burden the business and slow it down, but done properly and well and followed, uh, they allow us to make faster, smarter decisions and give people the freedom to move quickly within a clear set of consistent parameters. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed it, if you hated it, or if you just fell asleep until now, please provide me with any feedback via email. All comments are very much welcome. Uh, next time we meet, I'll be discussing our acquisition strategy. Uh, I'll be taking you through the recent acquisition of EA in particular as an example. Um, in addition, we'll be covering things like equity capital raisings, how we've gone about them, the insights into how they come together behind the scenes, and a range of other finance topics as well hopefully covering them from uh, the point of view of what actually goes on behind the scenes rather than the textbook summary. So thanks again for listening and uh, thank you to the finance team for being an amazing bunch. Keep up the great work.